You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Hello and welcome back family and friends. Great to have you with us again. We're continuing with our podcast called Disciple Shift and I'm excited for today because we're doing part two uh, of our Light in the Darkness. I had Lisa with me last week and it was just so good. She's here again. Hi Lisa. Hi. Yay. Um, Lisa's a very good friend of mine. We've done lots of ministry together, church together, we do life together. And um, this is something Lisa really lives out beautifully, being a light in the darkness. And she had some great things to, to share last time. So go back and listen. If you haven't heard part one, I would highly recommend you listen to part one of this podcast. So this is part two. And we're continuing, like I said, with our discipleship series and just, you know, just the whole thing of Holy Spirit calling us back to uh, a restoring of what discipleship looks like. Yeah. Uh, that we need to look like Jesus and do what Jesus did. People should be able to look at us and see Jesus. Like that's who we're here for and that's who we want to make disciples of. And then those disciples should make disciples and it's just ongoing, (laughs) isn't it? Uh, Yeah, and it's not an optional extra. It's not just for the extroverts or the evangelists. This is for everybody. Jesus commanded all of of us to go and make disciples. And so it's really exciting. So as always, I always say this, but again, come with us on the journey. Uh, we just pray you get stirred, challenged, equipped and encouraged uh, and that we get yeah, really stretched. I want to get stretched mm-hmm. through these times so that we grow <laughs> up as yep. believers and we Amen. start to look like Jesus and that we be the church that Jesus paid his life for. So part two, I'm going to read a couple of Scriptures. So again, our, our topic is a light in the darkness. What does it look like to be a light in the darkness? And we talked last week about, you know, the world being quite dark yeah. and that um, Jesus is the light of the world and he came to bring light. The, light, the world actually has always been dark. I mean, yeah. sin came and, and, you know, the Bible talks about sin being darkness <laughs> and light being righteousness and being, you know, Jesus himself and the way God intended. And uh, the world has often been dark has always been dark yes it feels like it's getting darker and darker as the day you know draws closer but um we talked about you know just that it doesn't matter how dark it is the smallest of light penetrates the darkness absolutely and so we don't need to live in fear we don't need to hide away we don't need to bunker down you know like (laughs) shut ourselves off from the world (laughs) and hope for the you know jesus come and take us away that's it like we need to be out in the world not of it but in the world shining brightly and so this is where we're going to talk about today lisa shared a bit of her life last time and just um, what it looked like in her life to see light break into her world and this today we're actually going to talk about being lights in Mm -hmm. our workplaces in the world around us how do we do this but I thought it'd be good to start with um, a couple of the scriptures that we read last week. So let's begin. Just to lay the foundation mm-hmm. again. John 1, 1 to 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him, that's Jesus, we know, all things were made. and Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life Get this, was the light of men. Mm. Jesus was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. That's yeah. our Jesus. Yeah. Darkness could never overcome Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Another scripture. Got two more. They're really good. John eight twelve. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. 
So he says it of himself. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Yeah. So, good. so good. 1 Peter 2.9 but you, that's talking about us now, you and I are God's chosen treasure. Priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. Now, here's the bit. He called you and I out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. Yeah. How good is that? So he did yeah. this so that you, there's a reason he did this too. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's to bring us into relationship and eternity mm -hmm. and we get to be with Jesus forever and it's wonderful. But there's an action, there's another reason because yeah. we often say otherwise he'd take us straight away. We get saved, <laughs> he might as well take us up to heaven straight away. Why are we here? Well, this is the next bit. He did this so that you and I would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. Wow, I love that. So we get to do this in our everywhere, every day. And it's not just the one-off missions trips or outreach events, which we're not against those. We love those. We do those. Yeah. This is an everyday thing. We live on mission. Jesus has called us to be his light bearers. Right. We are now in him and he's in us and therefore we just shine. We don't have to force that to happen. No. It should just yeah. happen. Yeah. Yes, we have to be out there though. We need to get out there. We do yeah. need to open our mouths, yeah. but we shine. The darker it gets, we said, the brighter we shine. And, you know, to broadcast, like in that scripture, it says to broadcast his glorious wonders. Like, I love that. But broadcast means to make something known and make it known loudly. Right. Like, it doesn't just happen while we quietly go about our, no. our quiet little lives tucked away in our homes in the suburbs with the doors shut. <laughs> we need to do something. And we have many platforms where we can do that. The right. workplace, social media, at schools, the shops, mm -hmm. our suburbs, our neighbours. Yep. We get to broadcast. Like we are meant to be an, you know, a broadcaster for the gospel, a broadcaster of his presence. It's not the time to be quiet, to be timid, to, no. to hide away. Uh, that's not the faith we're called to. We're called to be, like I said, broadcasters of his name and releases of his presence everywhere, mm -hmm. no matter what. Yeah. No matter whether we're allowed to or not, whether we're told to or not. Right. He's a created God. He knows how to, yeah. We, we were not created to be shut down. And yeah. so we are created to shine and to broadcast his name. So Lisa, let's get into questions with you. So, you know, lots of people are thinking about this and lots of people are really intimidated. They live under fear. Um, they're afraid to shine for Jesus, to broadcast, you know, to speak about him. Uh, especially in workplaces, uh, because there's rules, there's sometimes sometimes blatant ones and overt <laughs> ones, and sometimes just that yep. that you know covert kind of you don't do that, like it's just a taboo. You don't bring that up here. Um, I don't know. There's this hidden fear, this mm. this thing, and I know the enemy's behind it to try and shut down yeah, and intimidate sure. and silence the body. Mm. And and we're not saying be blatantly dishonouring and no. don't do your work no. because we're there to, to work as unto the Lord and be honouring to our bosses and our colleagues. That's right. But at the same time, how do we do this well? How do we do it in an environment where we feel shut down or it's anti-Jesus or, or whether we, we think, I just don't know how to. How do I honour and broadcast Jesus in a workplace that is not a Christian environment? Right. Um, how do you do this? <laughs> or maybe tell us about where you work, yeah. I suppose, because that might be there. Um, tell us a bit about where you work and then yeah. how you do it. All right, so I, I work in a government school and run before and after school care programs for 5 to 12-year-olds um, and holiday programs as well. So as you can imagine, yeah, there are, there's quite a few 
rules and regulations and policies and all sorts of things like that. Um, but the principal, I've been there for uh, 20 years next year. Wow, yeah. well done. So, and Amazing. the principal and I actually started together, which has actually been a real blessing because mm. um, nothing was in place. So everything she did was new. Everything I did was, was new as well. So it was great. So I intentionally built relationally with her. Um, That's good. And sat with her and yeah. we discussed everything and, and let her hear my heart behind why I wanted to do the things I wanted yep. to do. And that sort of thing. Yep. And, um, she's been so supportive over the, all these years. And like, is she a Christian? No. 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 Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really good. But, um, so good. You know, I, and I understand all that. Uh, that the world has certain things, it thinks a certain way, it has a certain perspective. But if I'm going to be honest, I, I only do what God tells me to say. <laughs> Even if it's not what they want to hear. Yeah, um, I love that. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> but so you just you have to learn to just go with that, though. Like, it, that that happens over time. It's yeah. not something that initially I remember when... Because I got saved when I was at that program. So how I was before then, I probably would have been very apprehensive about certain things or yeah, approaching right. certain people. Mm. And, and, you know, I mean, I was growing as well in my workplace, in my job. Yeah. And that sort of thing, too. But... um. When I got saved, it it just like the ceiling got lifted off. Mm. It was it was so different. Like it was so right. different. I'm like, oh my gosh, my purpose. I have a purpose now. I understand why I'm actually here. It's not just because you know I want to climb the corporate rung, yes. all this sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like I mean, I don't even we'll care. I make some money. If I was just a cleaner in the place. I'm like, I had a purpose. That was amazing. Good. You know. So um, yeah. So it's been it's been a real journey over those years, but um. What I find is, you know, if I don't, if I'm not obedient to God when he's asking me to be, and I know when he is because you get that, oh, I've got to say this, I don't want to say this, I've got to say it. <laughs> that that <laughs> feeling right, Yeah, that feeling again, you know. It's Heartbeat, braces. No, it's you, Lord. I'm just going to say this, all right. <laughs> yeah. But the minute I allow the enemy to um, put limitations on me, you know, and, and I believe that lie, then it's over. You know, instead of staying with the truth, standing in the truth and going, you know, oh God, no, this is what you said. I'm, I'm choosing to believe this and so I'm just going to do it and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't, yeah. I don't get to, you know, yes. figure out what happens. But one scripture, you know, that I love to stand on in times like this um, is the submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee. And only in those times, yeah, the enemy tries to, oh my gosh, tries to make you quite anxious and afraid yeah. of saying it because... You know, he brings up, oh, but what are they going to say? What are they going to do? Yeah, yeah. what if that might right. happen? Or, right. Yeah. The what so, ifs. Right. So there's three important words I feel in, in that scripture is submit. So it's not my will, God, but yours. Yeah. It's submitting to that higher authority, yielding to him. Um, Very good. So when we do that and then we resist, we resist the devil, so we withstand the action or effect that that will have that he's trying to give us, you know, yeah. trying to put on us, he will run from the situ because he will run. So flee... Um, means to run away from a situation or a place of danger. So I read that and I went, wow. So the truth is he's actually more afraid of you. <laughs> and he actually finds you dangerous. So even if you're the only one standing with God, you're in the majority. Yeah, that's you know? really um, good. And we, I have to keep that at the forefront of my mind because yeah. you're not just dealing with children, you're dealing with parents and staff too. Yeah. So it's a whole combination of people. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And an atmosphere that sometimes they bring in. Right. To an environment. Yeah. Although you, you, I know in, in your 
setting, you set, we get to, as, as believers, set the atmosphere yeah, too, rather than absolutely. come in and under an atmosphere. Yeah. Why not be the one who sets the atmosphere right. and you be the light and they come into, come <laughs> into that atmosphere, into a heaven, heavenly atmosphere, you know, kingdom atmosphere. Right. Mm, right. I like it. Very right. good. Exactly. Um, you know, we always do. We get told about the numerous things we can't do in government places. You know, God will always tell me, though, what I can, so I do that. And he's always, he's actually always made a way, always. And no one's ever complained, and even if they did, it wouldn't matter. But, you know, you'd still do it. I know, you've got a lot of stories, yeah. too, which I'm sure you'll get to, of how you've done some of those things, too, that it just yeah. seems so, like, what? Mind-blowing yeah. <laughs> for right. a, an environment that's not meant mm. to be... Christian. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, a, it's funny, I have, um, we have a lot of children that come from broken homes, you know, and it creates a lot of dysfunction, like for yeah. the whole family. Um, so we deal with the children that have no idea who they are, you know, and how they, how they don't know how to deal with their emotions and anything that they're going through. So yeah. with God, it enables me to come in and, you know, he speaks about those sorts of things and we can have those one-on-one open-ended questions, conversations going on. It's, it's, it's amazing, like, what happens, those wow. sorts of things. Wow. You know, instead of we do, we have a system where we're unfortunately we're told what to think but not how to think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those kids get caught up in that. A lot, a lot of us get caught up in that. You know, we're always told how to think. Oh, I'm sorry, what to think about things instead of how to think about these things that are happening you know, what we're going through. Um, and God always shows us how to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love that. So I try to bring that into the environment with the children and talk to them about how to think about these things, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember, I don't know if you remember, mm. um, but you told me a story the other day of of something that happened in the classroom. And I can't remember what exactly it was, but they were mm. the kids were being taught something. Mm. And then you challenged that yeah. <laughs> when they came to you. Oh, do you yeah, remember that? Like you've challenged and said, don't just... <laughs> Don't just think that because someone's told you to think that, you know. Why Why would you think that? You know, like you kind of got yeah. thinking bigger and just to right. to not just take what they're given on, you know, exactly. as gospel. Right. As the truth. Right. Yes. But to, to search look out, to ask questions, yeah. have a look, yeah. question things. Right. And I like that because yeah. it's yeah. really important. Like some of the things they tell you, I'm like, what? <laughs> And then, yeah, I think it was something along the lines of what you said, oh, you know, you, yeah, we come from monkeys and stuff. I said, really? Yes, that's right. That child yeah. came and said to you, yeah, we come from monkeys. And you're like, really? Yeah. So what did you say? So I said, well, what makes you say that? Oh, my teacher told me that, you know. I said, well, what do you think about that? And they thought, oh, I don't know, we don't really look like him. I said, no, that's right. I said, do you know what I think about that? Yeah, and then I tell him what I think, and I tell him about how God created animals and human beings and plants and everything else, you know, um, after their kind. I said, so we're all actually very different. I said, so we're all in a different category there. I said, so do you really think that you're a monkey? Oh, no. <laughs> so just go and think about that. You know, so yeah, we had these other conversations good. and things, but, but you just have to simplify it. It doesn't have to be these in-depth no. conversations. It's just something simple to make them go... Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't think about that. And it's not like you've got heaps of time with them either no. to go and open up scriptures and, like, you know, teach <laughs> no. them. Like, it's moments that you grab and you bring God into right. and you're teaching them how to think right. differently but also see from a perspective that they probably have never thought of. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, they don't grow up with God as no, part of the, at all. the mix. I mean, we have a 21-year-old staff member at the moment, and she said, you know, I'd never even heard of any of this until I came here. I was like, what? <laughs> Which yeah, is a good, amazing. It's a good wake-up call for it us is. as Christians because sometimes you assume Australia being founded on, you right. know, it's a Christian nation, mm. but and we assume that, that everybody knows something about yeah. Jesus. And there's so many, the generations, like the whatever generation they are, what are they, a Y or Z, 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 the Z generation, you know. But, you know, anyone, (laughs) even from the 20s and down, there are so many that have not even heard who Jesus is. Not at all. Other than a swear word. Like, they don't know anything or christmas carols you know like yeah, so it. so we have yeah. a, our we have a mission field we need to be broadcasting yeah. the message of jesus loud and clear yeah 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 really important wow. really important um i think one of the keys first and foremost you know is to build relationally because it's not just the like i said before it's not just the children that need your That's help it's really the parents important. and it's the staff you know um and you're looking after their children and they know that they can trust you as well. So I think that's so important really anywhere. Important. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't it? Um, if you can, is to build relationally. It shows yeah. that you actually care about people. Mm-hmm. And Jesus mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. He engaged with community. He engaged yep. with people. They were drawn to him. They loved him. The children loved him. Young people loved him. The sinners loved him. Yeah. The religious hated him. Yeah. <laughs> it says a lot. He engaged, though. He And, and I was thinking of Daniel, too, mm-hmm. um, in the Old Testament, how... Just the favour of God on him. But he had favour with man as well as with God. And yeah. I think that comes with serving yeah. uh, and loving and engaging with right. people relationally. Being real. Yeah. Caring about where they're at. Building relationships. And I think just God's favour starts. You start to build yeah. favour with man as well. You do. Definitely. Mm. And it, it just it's yeah. keeps you in good stead. Like it, <laughs> it actually is really good. Because like you said, you have not even been confronted told off told to stop and you put nothing you put it out there you put jesus out there in every way possible (laughs) that's really cool so keep going what else what do you you do here um so one of the ways you know that um in the workplace you know i do i pray and i ask god actually if he can bring those organic conversations so good you know, I, I love those. You know, it only takes one thing and you can just, the conversation just goes from there. You know, I mean, I've stood at the bench and talked to parents for like half an hour sometimes. You know, wow. <laughs> they get so engrossed in the conversation. So they they go, oh, I need to go. Oh my gosh, the time. Well, where did it they go? They've opened it up and shared yeah. something and you're yeah. ready to share yeah. the hope that you have. It's, just, the it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Taking yeah. an interest in their life and yes, and wanting to hear what they have to say, not just wanting to them to hear what you have to say. Yeah, just wanting um, to speak right. at them. Right. Love that. So good. Yeah, so that, important. That's really important. Um, we have, oh, look, I have posters with scriptures on them every <laughs> in my office, like I do. I don't hide it. Like I have yeah. leadership come into my office and they don't say anything. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, we have it in the kitchen area as well. Like Didn't you say you have a toilet as well? Or yeah, in the oh. toilet. I have all these like prophetic words and everything in the toilet. So it's like, hey, if you're going right. to be in there, you might as well be in there and learn something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Any spot possible, you just right. plaster. And we have like, all our visitors use our toilet. Yeah. So they go and they use them, they're reading the Word of God. And it's just like, man, I love it. It's smart. It's really good. Sneaky. They never say anything, but it's really cool. <laughs> I'm always sitting there going, oh, I'm checking their face out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ask me a question. <laughs> They're like, why are you staring at me? I just went to toilet. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love yeah, it. I love that. It's, it's, it's those simple things. It doesn't mm. have to be, oh, now I have to get this right and I have to do this. No, you don't. Just just let it be organic. Let yeah. It, you know? Yeah, there'll be times where maybe you have to say something directly, but 
you know, most of the time it's not like that. It's just really easy. And it's, yeah. Easy, it's be you. fun, yeah. and be you. Right. Here. I love exactly. that. Exactly. You know, we have a, um, the kids like hearing music in the room and all those sorts of things. And you know, like I said, they tell you in government, you can't play this. And you know, I mean, even at Christmas times now, you're saying before, like they'll let you sing um, Christmas carols, but not hymns. So anything that has the word God in it or Jesus or anything, they won't yeah. let you do. But Sing about like, Santa. But yeah, jingle bells Jesus. and all that yeah. sort of stuff you're allowed yeah. to do. But yeah, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. so what do you do with that? <laughs> I play worship music. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't specify worship, did they? <laughs> well, like you said before, it sets the atmosphere. And, and it actually sure is. It's amazing how much the kids, some of the kids, you know, they can be right off sometimes and you put that on. Give it not even five minutes and the whole room's just, wow. yeah, it's quietened yes. down. And they're all really still active, but there's yeah. peace in the room. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. And we've had comments of um, parents have come in and said, oh, it's like there's so much going on, but, like, they're really calm. They're really, like, wow. yeah, that's right. They're coming to an atmosphere that you've set. <laughs> that's it. Through you worship know? and yeah. presence. So I mean, it also shows you how much people don't listen to the lyrics of music. But anyway. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> Which is good yep. in this case. It is. <laughs> Um, I take my Bible to work and I read it in my office and on the, in the kitchen and wherever and I've had the groundsman come in and now of course that first thing they ask is, oh, what are you reading? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, glad Love you it. asked. <laughs> and yeah. when I say, and he goes, I said, oh, I'm reading the Bible. He goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, actually, because his name's Peter. And it's like, I'm actually reading him, Peter. You know, you're in here. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's <laughs> Because so really we've had That's great fun. conversations with him over the past, you know, over years and stuff. He knows we're Christians. We don't hide it. And, yeah. yeah. But we're just normal. Just, you know, yeah. whatever. And so he good. loves it. Like, we joke with him, whatever else. And um, actually got to pray for him the other week because he came in really sick and... Yeah, oh, wow. I'm a bit crook, he goes. Then Ashley, actually, she came out of... The, my daughter came out of the... She heard him, what she, he was saying, and she goes, oh, Peyton, she goes, I'm, I'm going to pray for you. He goes, what? He goes, <laughs> I, he goes she goes, we're just going to pray. He goes, oh, all right then. <laughs> and he totally stood there and received it. And Beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. And he Love goes, that. thanks, like, yeah, thank you. So and it was really good. funny because he's not church, he doesn't know any of this, but his immediate response was to close his eyes and put his head down. And I thought, oh, wow, isn't that reverence there, God, like... You know, it yeah. was just, it was really I've lovely. seen that happen yeah. before, even with people on the street, no idea, and they seem mm. to do, it's like this holy hush, like this, yeah. this sense of awe of, of knowing it? his presence yeah. is, is worthy, right. and just, oh, something comes over them. Yeah. That's it's it. beautiful to yeah. see it. And he came in the next day, I said, how you feeling, Pete? Actually, I'm feeling better. I said, I told you, Jesus works every time. <laughs> Yes, yep. Yep. <laughs> so you can start to agree. Start to agree with you. I love it. Come on. It's so oh, good. It's just amazing. Oh, I love that, Lisa. Um, yeah, we're always the first ones. So we start at 7 a.m. in the morning, so we're always the first yep. ones there. So I have to go to the office to collect my things at the pigeonholes and stuff every day. So while I'm there, I pray over the pigeonholes, I pray through the corridors, I pray over the leadership and all sorts of things and the That's teachers awesome. and everything. And, yeah, like it's really good. I mean, I've even like some worship in there. Acoustic's amazing. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, and oh, you've got Jesus, a great this voice. This is awesome. Wow. See, this is so great because it's just your everyday. Yeah. Just you living on mission. Yeah. That's your mission field. Right. Right. Like, yeah. it's not complicated. I think we complicate it. But we're just meant to, out of the, the love of, of 
that we have for Jesus, yeah. our intimacy and our time with him, we should just overflow. Like, we can't compartmentalise and separate. No. That's me and Jesus' time now. I'm going to be a different person. Like, how do you right. do that? Right. When you become one with someone and you're in love with them, you can't help it. Yeah. It should just overflow. And that's what you do in yeah. in your workplace and, yeah. and obviously when you go to people's <laughs> homes and shops and yeah. that happens too. But this exactly. is an area God's planted you where you're, you've got you know, some sort of influence. Mm. And so why not yeah. shine his light there? Absolutely. He's planted you there. So yeah. go for it. I love it. <laughs> it's great. I mean, we've, prayed, we've had opportunities to pray for parents and the kids mm. as well, so not just staff. Um, Christmas time comes, obviously. Easter comes, you take advantage of those times. Yeah, we don't, we will do biblical exactly. activities and all that oh, sort of thing. Wow. And, yeah, and they get yeah. sent home with them and, yeah. Yeah. and nobody says anything. <laughs> you've done this like you said for years yeah yeah i mean we've advertised christmas easter and youth events for church and wow yeah, they take them or they just look at them and yeah. they're looking and they're, yeah. they're taking well, they in yeah yeah that's right yeah really good um we've prayed and we've asked parents to church and staff to church and a few yeah. have been saved and, yeah. yeah it's been it's that's been a really great journey it really has um but I have policies that I actually have to write as well into the program. And, yeah. yeah, there are quite a few things that are shifting at the moment. Um, so I'm asking Holy Spirit now um, how he wants me to write these um, to still keep biblical principle and cover us and those sorts of things too, and the kids and, and everybody, really. Um, but I've just – actually, we have to have philosophy and we have policies, but the philosophy – I've just put biblical principles into the philosophy and the policies, so they're all in there and – that's great. Yeah, it's really amazing. That's too. so great. Yeah. I love that. That's such a key for wherever we work, we can invite the Holy Spirit yeah. in in any area that we're working yes. in and invite him yes. into that, into yeah. just the strategy <laughs> and the, the plan and what does he want to, mm. you know, reveal or the yeah. just wisdom and discernment and how to write things up and yeah, yeah to bring him into it and he's very good at it. He's at, very good at it. Very good yeah. at it. Because we always told, like even in the workplace and that, you know, it's all in the wording. I'm like, oh, it's so easy in the wording. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, you yeah. take advantage of those things. Exactly. <laughs> you do that. It's really good. So great. Um, we've had many opportunities. You know, we tell the children, you know, that they're seen, they're valued, they're loved by God, and we speak identity over them. And I yeah, really love that. Because there's a lot of them that have, they just, they're so broken. Yeah. Yeah. So I reckon you've got all these children with adult problems. Yes. Yeah. And, a, and, and a generation or generations of their identity less. Like they don't yeah. know who they are anymore. No. They really don't. There's so much confusion. And to have a no. voice that comes and brings truth, it's yeah. just like an anchor that yeah. could be the anchor that holds them in, mm. in you know, for the next who knows how long. Yeah. Um, because the world out there is just this being tossed in every direction and everything yeah. thrown at them. Yeah. And like you said, they've got adult problems, but they don't, they're they not don't. equipped. To, no, they're not equipped at all. To deal with. Yeah. Like we're barely equipped to deal with what's coming <laughs> right. out, let alone, like it's shocking, <laughs> let alone yeah. a child. Yeah. And so you get to bring order to the confusion, peace yeah. to the storm, speak yeah. identity where the enemy's trying to rob them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so powerful. It, just one more thing is that I've actually never advertised for anybody in my program, ever. Yeah. Never had to do it at all. When wow. Started, when in 20 years. In 20 years. Uh, he just brings them. Like I just say, okay, Lord, who's next? And he'll either I'll either get emails come or phone calls or whatever it is or yeah, somebody will be looking for a job and yeah. that's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> and then you know God's handpicked them to yeah, be right. like, okay, <laughs> you're it. <laughs> that's really cool. That's fun. Yeah, it saves on me a lot of time too. <laughs> I 
Wow, best partner to work with. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, I just... That's if I can just encourage you as well, people that you're listening, you know, if you spend time in his presence, you know, rise above that fear. Get creative in the way you do things. Really and, good. Um, you know, God's not limited. And celebrate even the things that you think are small because nothing is small in the kingdom. Nothing. He can use every single thing and he does. Yeah. He uses yeah. everything. And we might be surprised. I think one day we'll stand in heaven before him and he'll yeah. show us different things, the effects of what we thought were just small, a small prayer as I pray right. and walk through or I hugged someone <laughs> or, you know, little things like mm-hmm. the posters up and, you think, yeah. and and he'll say, this is what that actually did. Have a look what mm-hmm. happened in the atmosphere and then have a look at the seed and then what it became. Like we just, yeah. I think we're going to be surprised. Yeah. We're going to be really blown all away. All pieces like, of the what? puzzle fit. Wow, Jesus. Like the wow factor yeah. is going to be, oh my gosh, next level. You know, Jesus, we know this, but I want to say it again. He's so worthy and he's so worth it. We owe it to him to get on with the mission and we owe the world an encounter with him. Yeah. Honestly, we do. We do. Uh, and he needs the glory that belongs to him. We have to get over ourselves. It's not mm-hmm. about me. Yeah, it's not about, I remember Joyce Meyer years ago I was listening and she had, all I remember is saying it's not about me, it's not about me, she was like a robot it's not about me, it's not about me and I just thought whoa, God was getting a message across like yeah. it's not about me no. it's all about him get over yourself and just stop it and get on with the mission the world is waiting, they're longing yeah, for an encounter are. with someone who is truth it's Jesus they need him they need him he's hope himself um, in Luke 9 25 to 26 Jesus says something that's pretty sobering but important for us to remember he says this and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but are yourself lost or destroyed yeah. if anyone is ashamed of me and my message the son of man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in his glory and in the glory of the father and the holy angels hmm. Wow. wow. Like sometimes we need to read those hard scriptures and it's a wake-up oh, call. It's like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Anyone who's ashamed of me and my message. Yeah. Like yeah. we need to repent even now. It's like, sorry, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, like I was ashamed. I didn't tell that person Jesus loved yeah, you. I didn't reach out when yeah. I should have. Uh, yeah. Why? Why didn't I? Mm-hmm. You know, just this fear that holds us wow. back or muzzles us. We've got to break out of that. Yeah. And let's be woken up by the fact that if we're ashamed of him, mm-hmm. when he comes, he says he'll be ashamed of us. Yeah. I don't want that on that day. No, I don't either. I don't want that on that day. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, even now I just feel, I just want to pray. Um, Lord, I just, even now for myself and anyone who's also feeling the same, I repent for the yes, times Lord. where I have slipped into fear. And I have been ashamed in a sense uh, because I've not spoken yeah. out when you've, you've stirred me or prompted me. Yes, and even Lord. when I haven't felt stirred or prompted, you've still said broadcast mm-hmm. the message of Jesus. Yes, um, so I repent right now. Yes. We just say we don't want to be ashamed of you. Yes. We want to just be so full of just joy and just what a privilege of of shining your light of broadcasting your message and your name jesus that we would be those ones that you are proud of that you would say wow i'm proud of you well done Mm -hmm. well done and so right now we break off shame in jesus name we break off fear in jesus name we say enough and we step out of the shell i just see this shell that's been trying to contain and hold hold us and make us feel like that's us like as the cicadas you know when they come out of a shell yeah and um yeah i just feel this shell that he wants to break off and that we just step out of that because it's not us that's not our identity Uh, we get to broadcast your name we get to tell people that jesus loves them so lisa can you speak into that scripture 
attention and, and yeah. make us feel that we need the things that we actually don't need. Um, yeah, but um, I think the reality is no matter how much someone, how much, how much stuff somebody has, you know, they'll never fill those areas that lack the love of Christ. Um, um, yeah, I've, I've lived with all the, the stuff, you know, the nice houses, the cars, the holidays, Money, all the stuff, but it was, I was absolutely miserable. So for me, I'm, yeah, I, I understand that. I, I get what he's saying there, but there's so much hope in what he's saying there, too. Um, he, it's a warning, and warning is a good thing. Yeah. Warning is a really good thing because you, you're told it all up front, so there's no second guessing, you know, actually, if I do this, this is going to happen. Yes. If I don't do this, this is not going to happen. You know, like, yeah, yeah, there's no second guessing there. So for me, I read it and go, that's good. There's a good. lot of hope in that. There's a really, there really is. Um, you know, as disciples of Jesus, you know, we we're those people who've been given our lives, who've given our lives to Him, and we will be obedient to Him, and even if it leads to hardship, persecution. You know, yeah. And for some people, it may be even death. You know, yes. I think, you know, I've, I things, but these things do go through my mind, and I think you just have to settle it. You really do. You just have to settle it to get to be able to get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Um, some True. people don't even want to acknowledge. Because it sounds scary, um, but in reality, it is. It's one hundred percent life giving. You know, it means we no longer rule our own lives. We deny ourselves, our personal desires, in order to please Jesus. And this world, um, it's all geared towards self. So it's, <laughs> you know, in sacrificing that life that puts self first, we end up finding the only true life, which is eternal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that means more than anything. That yeah. mean more than your stuff, more than your exactly anything that you have. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if, if Jesus is Lord, then yeah. like the Bible says, we are not our own anymore. We've yeah. been bought with a price. Right. You don't call the shots anymore. I don't call the shots anymore. And yeah. some of us still live as kings on a throne. Right. And Jesus is a part of our life yeah. instead of all of our life. Exactly. Like we, we died, didn't we? When we were buried no, in baptism. <laughs> Apparently we died, but the old us tries to resurrect and take over. Yes. And we need to just yes. be you know, so intentional about yeah. putting Jesus back on the throne. And I think about it, you know, I think about, you know, on the other hand, you know, there's those who, who do live for themselves and they may gain what they want in this present world, but they'll lose the only life of lasting value, which is eternal life. And to be honest, that so devastates me. It actually it's does. devastating. I mean, I think about it. That could have been you. It could have been me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just, that's why I'm so thankful. Wow. You know, but, you know, we can't forget that as much as the enemy has a plan, God has one too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's always secretly working to make these things happen, and we get the privilege of partnering with him. Yeah, so good. Know, so I mean, I think we're in a day where the church is a choice. It's either going to rise up and disciple the nation, or the nation's going to disciple the church. Yeah, come you on. Know, we really do, we're, we're, and we must be loving. Absolutely, we must be loving, and we must, but we must be confrontational as well. You know, be kind, be gentle, but never let it override the truth. Yeah. Um, because just being nice is not loving. Mm. It's not. It's a good word. It really yes. isn't, and, and his word is nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. You know, um, wow. I love the scripture in 1 Peter 5 where it says, you know, and after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Um, and that for me is just so encouraging. What a prayer. It's, it's just like so a, something that... Yeah. I'm just like, he's telling you, yeah, you're going to suffer for a little while, but it's okay. 
Yes. <laughs> you know, you're going to get so much more. You know, we come all through this and there's these beautiful things on the other side of eternity. And it's just, yeah, yeah, it's eternal glory. And we need to... Stop living just for now and right. keep our eyes on the on the prize. Think eternity. Right. And that's what should motivate us for our own lives, but also, like you said, for the sake of others because um, yeah. there's an eternity there waiting for all of us. Right. It's heaven or hell, yeah. and Jesus is the only way. He's the doorway into eternity with him, with the yeah. Father. And, uh, yeah, that if we, we just focus on now and live for now, we forget we that do. there's an eternal glory. And so then we, we wonder why we're suffering or we wonder why it's hard. Exactly. And then we fall apart. And we think we've lost our faith. And I, I often question people who say that to me. I'm like, well, no, this is where your faith actually hits the ground right. and starts running. It's when persecution and troubles and you know, things right. that come against us that we, re- we see where we're at. Yeah. And that's where faith rises up. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a faith before. You just, right. you just had something that maybe was in your head or you were comfortable with. And then things will happen. God said that. That's right. Jesus told us. I love That's how you right. said Jesus warns us up front. Yeah. You know, he, he tells us. Gonna, he's not going to change. And I love that too because yes. he says, I'm the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah. So he's not going to change his word and, and that's why you can trust it. Yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. He's just amazing he is it's beautiful <laughs> well lisa it's been so much fun thank you so much for coming back and doing part two i think there's so much treasure in what you've shared so many handles so many things that people can take away um, and and start to just do like our encouragement is just do it yeah. you shine in your workplace you shine in your school go and shine in the shops and in the neighborhood right. and you know i need to as well like we're, we're called to be a light we're called to broadcast this message of grace this message of hope this message of repentance it's yeah. the whole package right. and it's all good news all of yeah. it's good news but partner with the holy spirit partnering with him is yes. fun yes. it's an adventure <laughs> You never know what's on the other side of your yes. Like, just be obedient. Just do it. Rise and shine. Wow, Lisa, so good. Can you please pray and just release? You know, you carry such a boldness and a fire in you. And I know some people feel like they don't have that. But could you just pray? See what Holy Spirit says. But even just release some of what you carry um, over us. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, thank you so much, Father, for today. Thank you for everything that you put in us, God. Um, thank you that um, that we would be awake and we would not be worried, yes, Father. Yes, you know that we take authority yeah. over yes, fear Lord. right now, and yes, we stand with courage yes. and the spirit, the power of love, and sound mind that God Amen. has given you. You know, and then we you can go and you can set peace in your home, in your workplace, and everywhere your feet tread. You know, it's time to get our voices back. Yes. It's time to get over ourselves and it's time to rise up on the inside and let Come that lion of tribe of Judah that is inside of you roar over these places, Ooh, yes. roar in your life. You know, solidify the identity of who he says that you are and believe that and repent of anything that the Holy Spirit brings to mind, you know, and just yes, speak Lord. the truth to those places. Mm. Fight that good fight of faith and stand firm in it. Do not be wavered by it. You know, the, the word of God says, you know, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him wow. out of them all. Thank you, Lord. Out of them all. You know, but because Thank of believer's Jesus. life and believer. Yeah, you're a believer and you're a follower of Christ. It is not meant to be smooth. Amen. <laughs> you know, we're not Christians uh-huh. for our lives to go well. You know, but we're Christians to shine in the face of yes. life and never bow to Nebuchadnezzar. Come you on. You know, we're, we're really not. You know, so Lord, I ask you that you you refine us with your fire, God, and you let the adversity shape us into who you desire us to be. And not pray them away, yeah. but help them to shape us. You know, and, and God, I just ask as we walk with you, 
Jesus, as we walk through it all, I know that your word says that we will come out unscathed. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you so much, Father. You know, there's one scripture that I have too that um, God it, it just reminded me of. And it says, when the righteous increase, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people groan. Mm, wow. So, Lord, right now, yes. I pray every person who is in Christ would rise up right now. Because yes. that is yes. when the people are going to rejoice. That is when hope comes. That is when peace comes. That is when joy yes, comes, God. God. You know, that's when that light shines in the darkness, Father. And we just thank you, God, for every person listening today, God, that they would just get up and go. Get up and go. Yes. You know, let the Holy Spirit just rule and reign over your life. Amen. Thank so you, good. Thank so you, Lord. good. In Jesus' name. Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Wow. Amen. So powerful. Thanks, Lisa. That was so good. Oh, wow. Um, I was taking all of that. That was great. Um, I'm excited. I am excited for the hour we're living in. I'm excited that this is the church's finest hour. I'm yeah. not talking about one church. We're talking about the church, oh, the people right. of God we're talking right. about. And that righteous, like that scripture is so good and it also says righteousness upholds a nation. Yeah. That's not just people in governmental places. That's no. you and I. Right. We are the righteousness right. that upholds a nation. That's it. So let's stand up. Yep. Let's shine like yep. Lisa said. Let's be a light. Let's be a voice and let's not be afraid, but to just shine for Jesus. You know, the old song, shine, Jesus, shine. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine? I'm just seeing a picture of just Australia on fire, just glowing, just shining. It's our time. It's time. It's not just our time. It's the nation's time. But Jesus deserves the glory. Yeah. Jesus paid for us with his life. He paid for this and he's, he's excited. He's excited. Like I hear the cheer of heaven, like, come on, yes, you can so do good. it. The crowd of heaven's like, yes, 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 yeah. do it, do it. They're waiting on us to yeah. play our part. Yeah. We get to do this. Thank you, Lisa. I love doing life with you. Love oh, that you I came do. and did this with Thanks us. Oh, you'll definitely have to come back again. Uh, so bless you guys. Uh, we just pray that you'd go out with such boldness, with such a a fresh surge of courage and that you would shine, be fully you, yes. full of him and shine wherever you go and let people know that Jesus is alive and that he loves them. Bless you and until next time, see you later. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.